do us a quick favor guys hit the follow subscribe button share this with someone who would benefit from it and help us grow as the more we grow the better the episodes we get thanks guys for helping us and let's get into the episode this is going to be controversial i don't believe burnout is real burnout is fake it's not real burnout is a call for action it is a call to adapt and evolve i think that the emotions that are tied with burnout are brilliant if you're ever feeling burnt out see it as a sign of you being a lazy person genuinely that's that's what i would say i think that it's failure to identify a need for change i don't lean into that and i don't attach that to being burnt out what i do is that i see that as a direct call for i need to change things and that's not tools down that's you know what i'm, I'm going full blazing i'm doing so much more now and it's not so much more of the physical it's not so much more of the mental it's to working smarter and harder so that is creating a more fulfilling and resilient journey and that's the main thing because whenever i feel like i am not getting the results i want it's a it's an opportunity for me to refine because you know what maybe i do that thing over and over again and i don't achieve the same result well now i know that's not the right way of doing it so what do i do i change it up i change it up and you know i get closer to where i want to go and i don't get burnt out because i keep on evolving and adapting i never will get burnt out and when i stop playing football my obsession will go to the next thing my obsession will shift it's not because i'm burnt out it's because my obsession will change to the next thing so if and it ignores any signs of you falling behind or falling down the wrong path. It's it's you looking to to shift the blame onto something else. And when you start to shift the blame onto an external thing, it shows how lazy you are. And he's here. He is here. Cristiano has entered the building. Welcome back to this episode of the Sculpt Podcast. In this episode, we are talking about why burnout isn't real. This is going to be controversial. And this is something that I truly believe. A lot of people will disagree with this and I'm okay with that because through what I believe about this, I believe that you should understand how at least thinking that burnout isn't real will at least help you. So essentially, I'm giving you a fray that would help you thrive if you ever achieve any feelings or emotions that are associated with burnout. Now, I will add a disclaimer here. I don't believe burnout is real. Maybe you'll feel symptoms. But I think you should feel symptoms of burnout. Although, to be clear, I will say this. I genuinely don't believe it's a thing. Like, I don't think that you could actually reach a state of 
completely, you know, being burnt out, as they say it is. And I may refer to burnout being this thing, but this is purely for the sake of the argument, essentially. Because I think that burnout is typically masking something. It could be masking laziness. It could be masking poor execution. It could be masking poor evaluation and execution, whatever it is. I think that often burnout is actually a deeper problem. Again, me saying burnout is a deeper problem is implying that burnout is real. Although what I would say is that the the things of which people associate burnout to be, I would say that that is purely a mask for a deeper problem. I would say when someone is quote-unquote feeling burnt out, there is a call for action. So that is the main discipline. Now, what I will say is that I think that believing in burnout, and this is purely personal, this is a personal anecdote, and I'll explain to you how I got to this point. So, believing in burnout, I think increases your chances of getting it. Now, again, implying getting it suggests that I think that it's real. But when you believe in it, you can get it. So if I think, for example, if I believe that I've got the cold. Now, the cold is a thing. You know, I, I, I probably have had the cold many times in my life. If I believe that I have got the cold, then I've got the cold. If I believe that I can't get the cold and the cold doesn't exist, I will have symptoms of the cold. I'll never have the cold but I'll have symptoms of it. Now, the reason why I think that is a more beneficial state of mind is because when you think that you have something, labeling it automatically groups all of these things of which you may not actually have alongside it. So for example, when I have the cold, I may have just a runny nose, a blocked nose. You know, I might just be feeling a little bit slower. I might be a little bit more achy. But because I have the cold, I take the necessary steps as if I had a cold, which may be resting. It may be not doing anything. It may be taking a day off work. Now, do I need to do that? Probably not. I still have a cold. But because I have the cold and I have the labels associated with this cold, I am taking the necessary action because I believe that I have this cold. Now, if I believe that I never have this cold and all I have is a blocked nose and I'm a little bit achy, that every single action I take will only be adjusting to those two things of which I feel are a negative. So what I'm saying is that is burnout, burnout might be real. You know what? It may be real, but I don't think it is. And I think that that's a better way of thinking about burnout because I think, and again, I'll go back to actually my point of how I got to this point is because I started to think that burnout was a thing a few years ago. And I started to think that, oh, you know what? Maybe, maybe it is real. Maybe I am, you know, I should take a break. 
Now, don't get me wrong, I never got to that point where I actually took any action on it. I never got to that point where I really started to tone down my training sessions. It was only in here where I actually thought it could be true. But I started to feel things and I started to feel a conviction to stop doing things. And as soon as I started feeling that conviction, I started to rewire my brain. And I realized how stupid that was. How, how irrelevant that was to my vision. I realized that when I start acting out of that emotion, when I start acting out of that intuition that I had because I thought this thing may be real, I thought that, wow, but there's a person who doesn't think that. And when they don't think that, they're, they're doing so much more than me just because they don't think that. They're thought, you know what? I don't believe it. I don't reckon it's real. And that's what we're going to be going into. Now, to give you more reason into why I actually don't think burnout is real. I think that when you reach a state of quote-unquote getting burnt out, I don't think it means that you've done too much. I don't think it means you've been really, you know, hardworking and being really dedicated towards your craft. I don't think it means that. What I think that a burnout is, is a repetitive cycle of doing the same thing and expecting a different result. It's not adapting. It's not planning out things. It's not being strategic. It's not incorporating specific distractions into your life. So being, so imagine being burnt out as trapped or a never-ending, never-ending hairs to wheel, right? So when you reach the state of burnout, it's not because you've been running too hard or putting in too much effort. Well, I would say instead, it's probably a result of being stuck in this cycle of the hands to wheel without making any progress or adapting or changing your approach. So just like that hairs to run entirely on its wheel, I would say it would probably feel burnt out. And I think that the same occurs when you keep doing the same thing over and over again and expect a different result, which is the word is not delusion, but the word is, um, you know, the quote with Einstein, when you do the same thing over and over again, you expect a different result. It is, oh, I forget the word, but that is what I would say burnout could be derived from. So I think that when you achieve any states of feeling like you're burnt out, what I would say that is, I would say that that's actually a call out. I think that it shows that your plan, your mindset, and your execution have been lacking. I think that burnout is not a reflection of your dedication or hard work, right? But rather a consequence of not incorporating strategic distractions or failing to adapt or neglecting proper planning. So to avoid it, achieving this perceived state of burnout. I think that you need to step off that hex wheel. I think you need to reassess your approach. I think that you need to reevaluate what you're doing by incorporating strategic distractions, by adapting your methods, by planning strategically. I don't think that you could ever reach a state of being burnt out because burnout isn't a badge of honor. A lot of people use it and kind of flex it now but i see someone saying that i'm burnt out 
I think that this is merely, it could be a few things. It could be a mask for laziness. I'm thinking that it could be a mask for a deeper issue. Or it could be a mask for poor execution. Because what it is, is if you were truly about it, you would never let yourself get to this state. For me, for example, I would never let myself get to the state of perceived burnout because I do so many things in order to prevent ever feeling like I'm doing, you know, whatever feeling towards I'm getting to the state of being burnt out. Now, what that burnout is, couldn't even tell you. But realistically, if I think about it, if anyone was going to be burnt out, I think it'd be me. But how come I've never been burnt out? I think that's because every time I've ever felt low, every time I've ever felt like I'm I'm not achieving any results, every time I've ever felt like, you know what, I'm not I'm not too happy right now. I have adapted, I've changed. But what most people would do is they would see that burnout being a full stop. So they'd see that okay, I'm feeling this, just like that cold, well, I know in my head, right, this is what they're thinking, they're thinking, okay, well, I know in my head this is a uh, a symptom of burnout, therefore, what do I do? What do I do when I have a burnout, okay? I take two weeks off. What does that do for you? What does it do? I think that when people reach this state of burnout and they act on it, where do they go from there? If you actually are smart enough, again, now I'm not taking any personal digs of people, although I think it is a lack of education awareness and critical thinking, I think. When you achieve this state of burnout, you're failing to adapt. Just like if you were ever stuck on a hamster wheel as a hamster, right? And you get to the state of burnout, it doesn't actually mean that you are burnt out. So let's go into why do people even take a break when they get burnt out. I would say that people take a break because they think that that's what you need to do when we get burnt out. Again, I'm referring to burnt out, but I don't think it's a thing. I think that is just a call out. It's just a sign for you to evolve, adapt, and re-strategize. So if you ever achieve this state of perceived burnout, I would say directly, you're lazy. You are lazy. And this is lazy because either you fail to adapt quick enough to your circumstances, and therefore you let the result get to you. Rather than adapting and pushing the limits and chasing the next result, you let it hit you. Therefore, the fact that you believe that an external thing out of your supposed control, such as burnout, is actually stopping you from doing the work, that means you're lazy. If you're shifting the blame onto something, such as burnout, that means that you aren't taking full accountability. That means that you're shifting it onto something that you have no control of. You are lazy. If I start blaming my unsuccess in football, 
to my next door neighbor. What's that saying? Is that saying it's my next door neighbor's fault? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's my neighbor's fault. What is it actually? When I start doing that, that relieves a lot of pressure on me. Therefore, I understand why people say the burnout's real. But when I start taking accountability for it, and I say, you know what? The reason for my unsuccess in football, now, of course, this isn't me birthday, although maybe I'm not at where I want to be, but I don't think that's anyone's fault but myself. People might put that on the burnout. So I think that the next kind of area, which is actually in alignment with sculpted, is that if you sculpt yourself, you can't ever achieve burnout. So if you incorporate ways to evolve and adapt, you are so aware of who you are and where you want to go. As soon as you start seeing too much repetition and not enough adaptation, or you act, let's say, you, you don't see the results, that's it. What is that? People might see that as a burnout. They might see, you know what, I'm doing all of this work, but I'm not getting anything from it. And you know what? Feeling down, and that goes on for a few weeks. And you know what? I'm feeling even more down, and I'm, I'm, I'm playing the guilt game. What is that? For me, that means that there is immediate action. Now, I probably wouldn't ever let me get to that point. Although when people let themselves get to that point, they point and blame it on burnout. They see that coming four weeks ahead. They say, I'm starting to feel burnt out. And then four weeks later, they're, they're burnt out, apparently. No, when I see that, when I see that I'm not getting the results that I derive, when I see that I'm not going down a path that I want, what, what, what does that mean for me? I see that as an immediate call out for action. So... If you don't act, it will catch up to you. Now, I have processes in place that will change my approach every few months if I haven't done it already. So, that is looking at my processes, that's looking at my habits. And that's looking at constantly adapting and evolving. That comes through self-awareness. That comes through analysis. That comes through self, uh, I guess, in self-alignment with your vision as well. So the analogy that I'll give here is the vehicle that you leave on will often not be the vehicle you arrive on. So going into that, when you have the same methodology for the thing that you want to achieve for the whole time, how do you think that you can get that end goal on that same vehicle? If I'm thinking about it, if I've got a race to, let's say, get to Mars, and I started this in 1980. In 1980, I started you know, sending my rockets off. One by one, Fail, fail, oh, a little bit of success. Fail, fail. A few years in, you know, while feeling burnt out, I take take a big break. I stop. I don't do it anymore. But you know what that person's done? They saw that as an immediate. Oh, I better act. I'm not getting the results I want, okay? So that vehicle, and not even metaphorically, that vehicle, that rocket that they used in the 1980s, maybe changed in 1981 when they saw that the results weren't getting what they want. So when they start to act differently, 
and they start to derive different results, they change it up. They change their approach. You know what? Maybe that didn't work for them in 1982. Maybe it didn't work for them until 1990. But 1991, you know what? They got a lot closer. They, they did really well in 1991. But maybe they didn't get that. And you know what? That person who's burnt out, they haven't even started doing it again because they just feel so down. They, they've gone into a new thing. They've, they've tried so many different other things. But you know what? They keep getting burnt out as well. It's like a consistent habit in their life. Everything they do, everything they try, they get burnt out. But this person who keeps on evolving and adapting, what do they do? Let's say it's 2020 now. That vehicle that they had in 1980, literally, is completely different to the one they are as they. And you know what? Let's say 2025 when they get to Mars, and of course, I'm speaking hypothetically, it's the situation of the analogy, not in real life. Let's say it is 2025 when they get to Mars. That vehicle that they arrived on, in 2025, it will not be the same vehicle of which they first started on in 1980. So the vehicle that you arrive on will be completely different because you adapted, evolved, and you analyzed where you wanted to go. And that's not because you got burnt out. That's because you had forces of action. You felt convicted to change things because you saw things weren't going to where you wanted to. So when you grind, 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 as we all know, you are left with dust. This is because when you do the same thing over and over again, you have nothing left. So think of it as a sculptor, not a sculpture, a sculptor, someone who is sculpted. If they are just grinding the same spot for years on years, that same piece of rock, eventually you just run dry. If I'm chiseling away, at the end of it, there'll be nothing left for me to chisel away. And that's because that vehicle I've been using, I've been using for years. And what's left? So there's nothing left. And you know what? That could be a sign of burnout. Maybe you are burnt out because you've got nothing left. But that person who realized, you know what? When I do this too much, I'm not going to be going where I want. They change it up. They start to be in different areas. They use a different tool. They use a different vehicle. So, over all of the years on this endeavor, if you're able to evolve, adapt, and change, you will start to derive different results. So, whilst you're on that hamster wheel, you should feel doubt because you're not doing it the right way. Maybe you find a different way of doing it. Try it. Maybe it's not the right way either. But you know what, you're going to be feeling better than the person who's just doing the same thing over and over again. And also what I would attach that laziness to of doing the same thing over and over again. If that main goal is to feel a certain emotion of, let's say, happiness, why do you always want to feel happy? Why do you always want to feel happy? Why not feel another emotion? It's not all just about being happy. I think that for me, one of the biggest things is what, what I do is I pride myself on the things that I do. And I'm not going to bloat about those specific things because that, that would be hypocritical of this message. But I can't tell you that my number one emotion of which I seek is happiness. I think that's hedonistic. And I think that's very detrimental to people. I think that being, a hedonist, that being hedonistic isn't a good rabbit because what hedonism is, it's seeking happiness. It's seeking dopamine. And when you constantly seek that, 
your reception to it grows more and more. Therefore, you become more immune to it. And when you constantly seek more and more of this one emotion, your tolerance is so high that doing the highest thing of this emotion doesn't get you that emotion anymore, you're lost. So you have to diversify your emotions. And I think that you have to be emotionless. Now, not emotionless. I think you have to use emotion less. Now, again, to the point, you don't want to be emotionless because you can use emotion to your benefit in situations, just like where I'm saying. I don't seek happiness every single day. In fact, I can't tell you the last time that I was getting happiness from a specific thing. I would say that the things that I do, I feel pride. I feel excellence. I feel like I've really done something well here. I think that is much more rewarding than hedonistic bits. So, going on to smart effort, let's call it. So when I talk about working smarter and harder, when you spend all of your time and effort into the grind and you refuse to adapt and evolve, you've put your energy into the wrong place, just like that architect or the sculptor. If you give that same amount of effort, or even less, into evolving and adapting, you'll be able to achieve much higher results. You'll be able to have a much higher multiplier on your time. The amount of effort that I give into the grind, I could put even less effort in to adapting and evolving, but get much better results. Now, what does that say? That means that if I've got my energy into currencies, like I've talked about previously, if I give $2,000 into the grind every single day, but on one day, I give only $1,000 to adapting and evolving, then my $1,000 for the next few days is being compounded. So I'm spending $1,000 every next few days, but over the next year, that person who's doing their 2000 every single day, by a week in, I'm at 2500 every single day. And you know what? That goes exponentially. It compounds on itself. So when I spent just a little bit less effort into adapting and evolving, essentially being a little bit lazier. Now, again, I'm not saying be lazy. I'm saying that if you are adapting and evolving, still give that same amount of attention as you were to giving to the grind. I would say give that same amount of effort. But let's go into the point of the fact for showing that even if you want to do a little bit, you'll still be able to get further ahead than the people who are just doing the same thing over and over again. So this is why if you are grinding, I'm just going to say it. You're lazy. If you're grinding, you're lazy. And if you're being burnt out, you're lazy. I think that when people are grinding so hard, I think that it shows a level of ignorance. A level of ignorance and a level of even ego or point. They, they can't necessarily acknowledge where they need to improve because they're doing the same thing every single day. Now, I, I could be guilty of this as well. Although, I would say that the things that I do where I sculpt myself give me the highest return. And I can tell you that I do a lot more of that than most people. Now, what I want to go into, again, is why don't believe in burnout. So why I don't believe in burnout. So I think that believing in burnout increases your likelihood of experiencing 
the emotions and the whatever is associated with it. Because if your mindset and beliefs, if you believe in specific things, they will shape your reality. So when you believe in burnout, you are essentially programming your mind to accept and expect exhaustion. You're expecting to be overwhelmed and you lack energy, which is inevitable for the consequences of your effort. And you, if you believe in this and you start seeing specific ways of which you feel those symptoms of burnout and you're saying that that's, that's a part of the journey, you know, when I achieve that, it's, it's a time for me to stop. It's tools down. When you accept burnout as an inherent part of the journey, you inadvertently create a self-fulfilling prophecy, which is what I was saying before about how I experienced that. I was seeing, and I never took action on it, which is very smart of me. I never took action on the emotion. I just had this awareness that when I started to believe it, it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. I started that feel birds out. That's ridiculous. I started to, you know, feel a conviction. You know what? No, I'm not going to believe it. You know what? Look at me now. I'm not bad now. I'm never been burnt out. Maybe, you know what? I felt exhausted. Maybe I felt like I've been doing a, a bit too much of the same thing. What did I do? I didn't stop doing it. I, I, I evolved. I adapted. What people who achieve burnout, what they do is they keep doing it until they're burnt out. So when you believe in it, as a result, you're more likely to experience these symptoms because you find yourself trapped in this cycle of exhaustion and diminished incentive and motivation which again isn't even real in itself but on the other hand the person who doesn't believe in burnout like myself they adopt a different mindset right they view challenges and setbacks as opportunities for growth they see that they feel these same emotions but what they do with it is completely different what they do with it is they see a call to action so they proactively take steps to not achieve this state which is actually proactive distraction or proactive manipulation of environment even. So when you start feeling these emotions and feelings, it's not a time for tools down. What it is, it is a sign to do even more. Because what I would say that is it is a confirmation that you're doing things on the right path. When you when you experience these feelings of burnout, when when I start to feel a little bit sadder, when I start to feel like I'm not getting what I want because of this, because of that, I don't lean into that. And I don't attach that to being burnt out. What I do is that I see that as a direct call for I need to change things. And that's not tools down. That's, you know what, I'm, I'm going full blazing. I'm doing so much more now. And it's not so much more of the physical. It's not so much more of the mental. It's being smart. It's being more what I referred to working smarter and harder. So that is creating a more fulfilling and resilient journey. And that's the main thing because I don't believe burnout is real. Burnout is fake. It's not real. Burnout is a call for action. It is a call to adapt and evolve. I think that the emotions that are tied with burnout are brilliant. They are great. Whenever I feel like I am not getting the results I want it's a it's an opportunity for me to refine because you know what maybe I do that thing over and over again and I don't achieve the same results and now I know that's not the right way of doing it 
So what do I do? I change it. I change it up. And you know, I get closer to where I want to go. And I don't get burnt out. Because I keep on evolving and adapting. I never will get burnt out. And when I stop playing football, my obsession will go to the next thing. My obsession will shift. It's not because I'm burnt out. It's because my obsession will change to the next thing. So if, if you're ever feeling burnt out, see it as a sign of you being a lazy person. Genuinely. That's, that's what I would say. I, I think that it's failure to identify a need for change. And it ignores any signs of you falling behind or falling down the wrong path. It's, it's you looking to, to shift the blame onto something else. And when you start to shift your blame onto an external thing, it shows how lazy you are. So when you, bur- when you quote unquote burn out, you've shifted it. You've shifted it and you become lazy. So when you refuse to adapt, when you only grind, I'm not even saying that burnout to achieve through grinding. You've got people who do barely anything and get burnt out because they've done in the specific parameters of the way in which they are, whatever it is. You get to use quote unquote burnout through doing barely anything. But when you don't have that right vision or the right guidance, you fall victim to it. You fall victim to burnout. And I don't blame people, again, for feeling burnt out because if I was a lazy person as well, I'd blame it. I'd blame my you know, shortcomings on burnout as well. That's exactly what I did. If I was a lazy person and I wasn't achieving the results that I wanted, the best way for me to still feel that gratification for achieving those results of which I never would have had is blaming on something that had nothing to do with me. So if I was lazy, I'd say, yeah. The reason why I didn't become this was because of burnout. Brilliant. You know what? The people who I tell them, when I tell them that it was because I was burnt out, they think, oh, well, if it wasn't because of this external thing getting in their way, they would have achieved it. And you know what? I get gratification from them. Therefore, that is pure laziness. In my mind, that's unacceptable. That is laziness. Now, if anyone disagrees with me, which I assume most people will hit, I'd like to get you onto an episode. I'd like you to challenge my beliefs. I think that through the people who I have challenged in my life already, I think that I have probably, I'd say it's even confirmation bias. When I speak to people about burnout, I start conserving my beliefs even more because I start to see patterns of where this person is being quote unquote burnt out because of their laziness. I see that when I speak to people, and now this is pretty arrogant of me, I might say it. When I speak to people, it confirms my belief. So if you want to challenge it, please do. Now, I would love for someone to completely come here and obliterate me and tell me that I'm completely wrong. I want them to give you scientific facts, evidence of how this is burnout, that's burnout, this is burnout. And burnout is also a a, uh, disease or something now that it's a registered disease for people or a condition. Brilliant. You know what? throw all your paperwork out there let's speak but i truly think that all which i have said here today and what i possess in my own brain and speaking and articulating and living it out myself i think the main thing that i can call back on right now is if anyone was to be burnt out right now don't you reckon it would be me <laughs> don't you think it would be me if anyone was if anyone here was to be burnt out i think it would be me but you know what stop i'm not burnt out I've never been burnt out. I don't think I ever will get burnt out. And, you know, I can't say that with complete confidence. 
Because again, what I say may be 95% true, but there is 5% of uh, false information. Well, that still means that there is false information in what I say. Therefore, there is still a possibility of me being completely wrong. So I won't be that ignorant to the fact of me being wrong here. But what I seek and what I believe, that 95% where I think I may be correct, that's enough for me to believe that what I'm saying is the right thing. Now, that's probably pretty arrogant of me. That's probably pretty ignorant of me. But you know what? I'll leave you with that. If you want to come speak to me, we'll get you on an episode. We'll talk about it. And you know what? I am not opposed to any back and forth. I'm completely okay with that. I hope that you can change my mind. But with that being said, I also hope that I've changed your mind a little bit. I hope you enjoy that. Anyone who doesn't agree with it, please, if you're serious, let me know. I'm not here to waste time. I want you to come prepared. I want you to come with documents. I want you to come with evidence. I want you to come with proof, just like I have. Because I don't want to speak to someone who says, oh, this is what that's real. Uh, and this is because how I experience. Because all I can do is dissect it immediately and say, okay, this is because you're lazy here. This is because you don't want to refuse the fact that this is getting in the way and you want to still feel the same gratification for not achieving this goal and you're blaming on something else because of this and you still want to just, uh, feel that gratification. Well, you know what? Dissected, but it isn't real. I'll leave you with that.